of the Living Geek. I'm your host, Kenneth. I'm Kurt. And we, we are, are Retrofecta. Retrofecta. That's terrible, and I love that it. That was bad. <laughs> it was so bad. Anyway, we, we are back for month number six, our half-year anniversary, which is, I, I think, paper or something. Is it? Yeah, no, Does I, it I even get one? I, I doubt it. Okay. But wait, we're going it, in like high school dating level. Oh, good. So, oh, no. Know, yeah. Not every, we, every two weeks is something. We've been together forever. <laughs> and yeah, we're, we're here to talk about Super Mario Land, the first one for the Game Boy. And man, does it look like a Game Boy game. It certainly does. I didn't think they could make Mario more square. Yeah. But they did. Hell short. You know, the funny thing, like, I wouldn't really notice it when I was playing the game, but then as soon as I would exit out to my 3DS menu, I'm like, oh, oh, there's so many colors, and, <laughs> and everything's so I tall can't see and... the pixels. So it's weird, like, how I kind of just settle into the, hey, this is what the game is Yeah, mindset. it all looks the same. Because I mean, even coming from the, other, the first two Mario, especially number two, yeah, there's a drastic size and color and shapes and things. This one is all back to just grayscale. Yeah. Basically yeah, just black and white. It's very blocky. Blurry. But, you know, I guess when you have, like, two and a half bits yeah. to work with. <laughs> There's not a, lot of, not, not a lot you can do with that. But boy, do they try. They yeah. do. And, I don't know, they got really good world mix-up in this one, which yeah. I like. Like, even more so than two, I kind of feel like this is what maybe paved the way for three onwards, very drastically different worlds. Yeah. Because I noticed especially um, in the... Like, is the later levels with the, the heads, Easter Island heads? Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it, you definitely, it's, you're not just running around in Magic Kingdom anymore. You're sort of traveling around. Ah, well, that's because you're actually running around a Sarasa land. Yeah, yeah, good. <laughs> Bump <laughs> set good and spike. <laughs> yeah, so um, one of the very few to not be set in the Magic Kingdom, which was strange. But then apparently I was reading, a, I found a little digital version of the instruction booklet it came with. And it was talking about, oh, Sarasa land's being invaded by this alien. And Mario decides to head over to help save it. So I guess this is on the same world as the Magic Kingdom and just like maybe different, different continents. Con- yeah. <laughs> I mean, that would make sense if we're trying to get a, a inclusive world for all the Mario games. Yeah, yeah. I don't... Actually, hmm. It might work. Yeah, you, it, it could work. Okay. It's just like some of the continents, like Europe, are all connected. And then this one's sort of farther away. Yeah, yeah. Like this Australia. is like... Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I like it. I like it. So yeah, so I guess really, first off, what did you think of Super Mario Land? finally felt like the Mario games I remembered, and I guess it's just because I didn't play one very mm-hmm. much. I played two probably less, and so this one on the Game Boy was, I think, one of the first games I ever had, so I played it more often. And just the sort of movement in the background and just overall Mario movement seems a lot more grounded to what I'm used to. Yeah. Like, you yeah. hold forward, and you let, you, and he moves forward, you let go, and he stops and falls. And if you want to, like, tweak it a little bit, kind of like Tetris, how you can s- subtly move things over, you mm-hmm. can do that, too. It seemed like in 1 and 2, it was a lot floatier. Yeah. Yeah, this had a lot more granular control, I yeah. felt, which was nice. Which seems, I guess, a little more video gamey, but it's a lot more comforting. Mm-hmm. It, just, it felt right. Like, from World 1, Level 1, jumping in, it just, like, this was the Mario that I remember. Yeah. Yeah, and this, I think this is the, I mean, I, I played a bit of other Marios growing up, going over to my friend's house, but the Hoover's, uh, my, well, my cousins, I should say, didn't have a console, but they had a Game Boy. So I, I played this a bunch while visiting them, and probably the first game I ever actually beat you know, growing up. Yeah. So, And yet I didn't remember it only had four levels. Yep. So that was Spoiler a Spoiler alert, by yeah. the way. Wow. Spoiler. <laughs> Surprise, there's only four worlds in this. But on the upside, that means I finished the game. Did you? I did. There we go. I, I was 
weirdly enough, waiting until the last minute, feeling kind of stressed about. Oh, yeah, he must, must have been really busy and had no time beforehand. Yeah, I, I, he tried to squeeze in at the last minute. <laughs> and so I was all do 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 last night. Get through, you know, uh, Act Four boss and. Um, pump to keep going and then oh hey game over there's daisy okay let's yeah. uh kick this pig and get out of here yeah also daisy instead of peach yeah that was weird apparently the pretty much only mario game to not have luigi peach or toad in it okay so i mean i guess it was different in other ways too oh it yeah introduced some things like the, the the heavier weight was i guess carried along more for the, the later console versions until mm-hmm. you get to the 3d ones and then when he runs in the slide animation was there too yeah which was comforting yeah yeah i like that yeah it yeah, it's a it's a pretty good game. Yeah, it, it, I enjoyed it. I w- I definitely wouldn't say it's one of my favorite Mario games, but it was good enough. It yeah. had the Mario feel for me. I feel like if I was telling someone which Mario game to start with, maybe not finish, but just give it you know half hour an hour, I'd probably start with this one, mm-hmm. just because it gives you the first taste of what the rest of Mario feels like. Yeah, just with their sort of different enemies that behave slightly differently. Um, this one actually had the various not just jumping turtles, but jumping like corkscrew head things and the yeah. weird like ballet dancer things. Oh yeah, that would wouldn't actually die when yeah, you jumped um, on them. Unless you hit like, him what? with the Ugh. with the little like powerball thing. Yeah. Which is also really cool because it collects coins. Yeah, and doesn't doesn't do the normal fireball bounce, but instead is like a pong ball. Yeah. Which I it was weird at first, but in later levels when there's more walls and ceilings going on, you could get some pretty cool bank shots. Yeah, you just with let it. it just go 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 to town. Yeah. Yeah, because it's uh, kind of annoying, because having played the later games, you see the flower, like, oh, good, fireball. But then mm-hmm. you jump on it, and it's like, oh, it's just a weird, like, yeah. killer bouncy ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the Koopas in this were weird, because apparently they ran out of time coding it, so they, they couldn't put in the normal yeah, like bouncy shell. shell. So they're like, eh, we'll make it blow up. Yeah. Now it's a bomber but Koopa. But, like, turtle. <laughs> a little strange. A little bit. But it, it doesn't seem very useful to the gameplay because it didn't you i mean you, every now and then you might be able to time it right or catch two enemies and with the one but otherwise it's just i think to prevent you from jumping on them and then waiting yeah yeah i, I think a solid and yeah i assume if they didn't have the bouncing shell they wouldn't have had the time to put this in but if you could kick it after jumping on them that that could lend to some pretty cool stuff yeah but no yeah See, weirdly enough, the level I remember most about this one is the actually the Easter Island one. Yeah. I, just, I remember the heads in the background because it was so different than all the other ones. Yeah, well, and like the, the giant heads with wings that would yeah, bounce and they had, along. Yeah, and, and they had rolling rocks. It might have been yeah. the first like newer Mario things I saw. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very, I don't know. I'd say, I think I'd agree with you. It's the most iconic from this. Yeah. And really started mixing up the levels, too, of, oh, the, you know, there's just a ton of spikes. What am I? Oh, okay, I guess I have to jump on this rock now. Yeah, it, it adds a little bit, a little more of the problem solving not just jumping on a certain platform yeah seeing what's happening in the world and how you can interact with it also random question when playing this game or i guess any mario game have you ever hit the time limit you know i actually almost ran out of time in one of the levels on this okay because i was like just futzing around trying to get all the coins i think Uh. and then it it flipped into the higher pace music i was like oh crap i forgot time is actually a thing and so cleared it out with only maybe 20 seconds left (laughs) so yeah I, i feel like I've never. I always ignore the coins, especially this one with the save states. Like, I usually use the coins, you can get more lives. Mm-hmm. But I definitely ignore them whenever we play them now, just because I can just yeah. load a save state. So I, I, at the end of every level, when it counts down, I don't think I was ever below two ninety, just because you can sort of with the play style I usually do of just running quickly and pass yeah. everything. Yeah, and you know, I feel more well, especially more than Mario two, but more than Mario also. Like this one really lent itself to just single single runs with yeah. good time tops in it 
like it's it had some pretty good level design. I feel. Yeah, it, it seemed like it was a lot more flow to it because I think in the other games, uh, two especially because that was just kind of a random one anyway. They would definitely have spots where you had to stop and pause and mm-hmm. wait for a platform or an enemy to go away. Yeah, this one. Especially watching the speeder or anything, which you can do later, there's a lot of just constant motion. Yeah. Yeah, which I, I really appreciate. I don't know, that's Yeah, it's it's fun. That's what I like in Mario games. The the knowledge that if I wasn't so terrible, I could just not oh, yeah. ever stop running. Like it it makes sense why people can play games like this without with blindfold, dude. Because yeah. you just get the timing of when to jump and just when to wait. Yeah. The few times. I wonder if they like I, yes. see I always wonder how they do that if like they they like hum a song in their head basically and just have it on like specific musical cues okay jump duh jump yeah i mean it depends on how people keep track of time in their head i mean mm-hmm. a lot of musicians have the same thing where they just they have an inherent sense of time and yeah. it's just always sort of running through their head i, I like assume this is something yeah there. i assume this is just something very similar you just sort of get the rhythm of it but a song would make a lot of sense be very um hudson hawkish of it yeah to sing yeah. a song while playing a game <laughs> blindfolded that yeah like i don't know swinging on a star I, I kind of want that now. That would be great. I should tie more things in my life by song. You you really should. And I don't know. I've been reading a couple books recently where they, you know, while waiting for an ambush or something, have a knotted rope that they hum a uh, song to themselves and each, you know, each full chorus, like, go down one knot. And it's a way to, like, keep oh, okay. time so you can uh, split around. I don't know why I'm gesturing with my hands. But, you know, like, pinch or maneuver somebody and hit from both sides at the same time. Yeah. Oh, my God. That, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. It's a neat idea. Okay. So in addition to New Worlds, what do you think about the flying levels? You know, I love the heck out of them. So weird, though. They're, yeah, they're just completely out of nowhere. They don't ever show up again, but I'm like, oh, it's like a little Darius built into Mario now. Yeah, it's like, here's a game where you run and jump on things. But wait, there's planes <laughs> now. But I guess it's just as weird as the water levels, because those are kind of random, too. Yeah. It goes from swimming to flying. But I don't remember the flying part at all, having gotten past it before. But I was like, it was in a plane. I was like, what? Yeah, I don't wait a Then second. you're like, oh, Mario was in a plane then it gets bigger when he gets a mushroom and he shoots things the math checks out on that yeah definitely video games (laughs) yeah i i think those were my favorite that was like a weird bonus level yeah but it was it was it's still entertaining though which i guess is good design on their part yeah 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 apparently um one one lady i was talking to recently was playing through it also with us and died on the the first plane one and i guess it just takes you back to the very beginning of the game like it doesn't have a Oh, oh you ran out of lives We'll take you back to, like, the beginning of this world or yeah. something. No, no, it's just, nope, just you're done. That's it. Back to 1-1? One, one? Yeah. Oh, that is brutal. Yeah. Well, that, I don't know. Like, either I'm getting a bit better again or this was just easier because I think I finished this with, like, 25 lives in the bank. Oh, yeah. So. I mean, I used the save restore points. So I'd, I'd never actually lost very many. That's fair, yeah. But I can see that happening because when you get into a certain flow of it and you collect, just in the habit of collecting coins that are in the run you're going in. yeah. Especially with the little bonus levels afterwards, too. You hit the little random number generator thing, and there's, like, flowers or yeah. lives with a ladder. Yeah, I could time I could, it pretty well to get yeah. two or three each time. I can see how you can definitely bulk up if you don't necessarily die often. Mm-hmm. Oh, the de- I don't know. Did you also feel like... I felt like if I didn't have the the fire flower, like, I was at a severe disadvantage in this game. Normally, I can run around as little Mario. Not a big problem. Yeah. But, like, this one, it just, the, the power swing between the two of them is so large. Yeah, it definitely seems like having that, because I had that for probably a good chunk of it, and mm-hmm. it definitely felt like it was almost unfair, because everything in front of you, you can just t- handle and take care of it. Yeah. Which I think, because they had the fire thing in the first one, didn't they? I think they did. They did, yeah. But, but I it, feel like they were trying something new, and it just got, maybe because the levels are so much more compact, the act, the act of it bouncing around sort of helps to that killing a bunch of things with one yeah. shot. Because before, you just hit one thing, and it would die. Whereas now, you can clean out an entire level if there's if it's set up to bounce properly. Mm-hmm. 
you can actually hit the stuff up on the ceiling instead yeah. of having to try to like lure it out. Yeah, because I remember a couple of levels when I lost that. I even though I was doing fine, I would just kind of give up and restart at the beginning. Yeah, it's, you're it's like meh. such an advantage. Yeah. So yeah, pretty pretty good Mario game. Yeah. Really, it just kind of got me in the psyched to be playing Mario Three next. I was like, yeah. this this was good, but you know, I I want more. I feel like Mario Three does a, a good job of bringing together all of their other ideas into yeah. one sort of fluid game by itself. Yeah, I think that's the one where Mario really was like, hey, this this is going to be a thing. Yeah, because, I mean, that's when they do level selects. They have not just one, but say the, the tail, the Tanuki suit, mm-hmm. and the flower, and the invincible star. And level design, I think, they get a lot more varied. Which Yeah, definitely. Probably because they have, because it's still on the same platform as the first two, and even the Lost Worlds, but it just, it's... I feel like at that point, after that many years, they they just better at programming for that hardware. Oh yeah, yeah. It's I mean that's like any console though, where the the last year's worth of games barely even look like the 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 first year's worth of yeah. games. It's like Gears One versus Gears Three. Like, yeah, there's a huge difference there. Oh yeah. So yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, I'm I think happy of all the that. Mario games after Super Mario World, I played three the most. Mm-hmm. So that'll be fun, dude. Uh, World World still. Top ten favorite game for oh, me. Yeah. I love that one so much. Like that's that's probably going to be a, a double episode just because I will spend about twenty minutes gushing about it. Oh yeah. So prepare yourself. <laughs> that's yeah yeah. That's after a three even. Yeah yeah. We're we're in the middle of a Mario block yeah. right now, and then it varies back up a bit more yeah. again. So yeah, but three I would I would I would tell all the people to play at least a little bit. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, I guess a bit of backstory about Super Mario Land, one of the launch titles for the Game Boy. Um, it was this, Tetris, and four meh games <laughs> that no one really remembers. <laughs> I think originally this was supposed to be included with the Game Boy, but then it got uh, kicked aside by Tetris. That's interesting. I wonder I wonder what the reasoning for that was. Like, if they felt Tetris was just a bit more... A bit, User-friendly? A, yeah. Like, new people-friendly? Yeah, like, hey, check out this game that anyone can just pick up and play. Yeah, I guess it's more of a straight puzzle game. Because mm-hmm. I think even my mom still plays Tetris. I don't think she's ever played Mario. It, Tetris. I mean, is but but either game would have been a good choice though. Cause, oh I mean, yeah, Tetris still has a huge following. Thirty years later, so does mm-hmm. Mario. So I don't think they really went wrong. But it must have been a big surprise for the Mario guys because they're like, oh, like we have a game. There's multiple levels. You can do different things. There's platforming. There's a new flying mechanic, and there's a game with blocks that yeah. move. <laughs> so there's bricks. You're saying? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It came out April twenty first, nineteen eighty nine, along with the Game Boy, which released that same day, and then. You know, once again, later in North America on August 11th of the same year, and Europe got it in 1990. Yes, yeah, but they you don't know, who get cares? nice things. Do they get anything before us? Movies sometimes. Yeah, movies sometimes. They all the Marvel movies release like oh, yeah. two weeks earlier over there. Okay, which is weird. I don't know why. Yeah, but eh. it's not that much of a time difference. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's odd. Um, and yeah, ended up being the was it third highest selling Game Boy game, fourth highest selling Game Boy game. I should read my notes after Tetris. And two of the different Pokemons. Yeah. So, you know, it did, did pretty well for itself. Yeah. One, one of the fun facts I found, sort of related to the release with Game Boy, it's been a, a launch title twice with the Game Boy and the uh, Nintendo 3DS That's virtual console. pretty funny. Yeah. Okay. So apparently Nintendo also agrees it's a good first game to go with. Yeah, yeah, kind of get your feet wet. Yeah. <laughs> okay, then. I like it. Um, This was cool. Oh, the weird thing about it one of well the first and one of the only mario games not to be developed by miyamoto yeah which that must I, have been weird in that yeah. business room i i assume room? he was working on a uh, mario 3 at yeah. the time maybe but, zelda or something else yeah 
But so they gave it to uh, Gunpei Yokoi, who did uh, all the Game & Watch stuff before that. Okay. Which... You know, that's that's a fine pedigree to come from. Yeah. I feel like sometimes it's not a bad idea to let someone new in, because he was probably—I'm going to blame him on the fact that they had the flying level was different. Yeah. Maybe the location was a little different. Maybe he felt that the actual uh, original world was more of Miyamoto's thing, and he was trying to at least do it a little differently. Yeah, put his own mark on it. Yeah. I could see that. Because, I mean, there's enough subtle changes that I could feel like he's trying to live in someone else's world while not being too— pushy against that person mm-hmm. which seems like a very japanese thing yeah yeah that's that's just a you know like a respect yeah of it. Like, respectful I, yeah. way to approach it which is cool i mean i, I like that they're that Miyamoto especially was free enough with someone else and comfortable enough to allow that to happen yeah be like hey that's cool man you do your thing yeah because I, I i assume he had to have been involved in that decision somehow yeah yeah it's cool good job yeah yeah it's a fun game fun game has a hard mode I played through oh, yeah. that a bit. Didn't I like do much. This isn't one of the first ones that have it, but I like that they keep doing that. Like that idea yeah. of a new game plus has been around for long enough because it, it works. Like I feel like I, if playing this again, if I had an option, I probably would have started on the new game plus, mm-hmm. just because I'm familiar enough with how it works to just run through most of it. Oh yeah, yeah. And it just apparently all it does. I was playing through a bit and then read up on it. It just adds a bunch more enemies. Yeah. So you know, nothing super challenging, but definitely kicks up yeah. the difficulty a bit. I feel it messes up your timing, too. Because a lot of oh, the timing yeah. with more enemies, you can't jump on a platform you could before because there's an enemy there now. Yeah. So it's yeah, a neat idea to, to reuse, uh, what are they called, aspects, graphics, sprites? Re- reuse pre-made things. Uh, there's a word for that. Oh, my gosh. Right? Um, Invincibles, well, no? No, no. Contendibles, no. blew up from my brain. Um, hold on. Be sure to cut this out. Yeah. Um, uh, art- artifacts? Eh. Uh... Assets. Assets. My God. Assets. The word is assets. <laughs> Stop the presses. We did it, everyone. Assets. Good God. <sighs> okay. Ooh, I feel better. Yes. <laughs> so we're going to roll that back a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> New Game Plus. It's convenient when they have... No, hold on. i got to even restart my entire thing. Um, <laughs> levels. New Game Plus. Oh, it's a New Game Plus. It's, it's, it's like a nice way to make your game play further while still maintaining the same set of assets. So you don't have to like, make anything new. Everything's already there. It seems like kind of an afterthought, but I guess the way they, the place they put them and the way they move things around can really change. Yeah. Although then you think, hey, by having this new game plus, I don't get bouncing Koopa shells because you ran out of time and space. Yeah, but we, I, I think we can assume <laughs> that bouncing Koopa shells either wasn't involved because it wasn't, didn't fit the theme that uh, whatever his name was going for. That's uh, embarrassing. Yokoi. Yes. Doesn't fit the theme that he had, or maybe they just didn't know how to make bouncy shells in the first Game Boy game. Yeah, I don't know how to make a bouncy shell. It probably would be hard to coming into an established IP and be like, okay, we need to bring all this in with yeah, like a quarter of the space and power yeah. and everything. Yeah, screen size even because I mean they're playing on a tiny little screen in comparison. Yeah, but still good on them. Yeah, yeah, they got it done. I dig it. So yeah, speedrun people always amazing. Yeah, always crazy good. Was it so? Top three were a column ball at twelve minutes twenty nine seconds, set only four months ago, which is pretty cool. Happens every time. I know, right? All the latest times are within six months. Just you wait, (laughs) because the Taikon was at twelve minutes thirty six seconds, so seven seconds slower, set three years ago, and then third place is Oh Deer, but D E E R apparently Hmm. likes animals. I don't know. Uh, 12 minutes, 37 seconds, only one second slower than second place, set on October 15th. So as of our recording, 11 days ago. Oh, yeah. Well, watching uh, the the top speed run, Columbus, at 1229, 
he hits pretty much dead even until about halfway through. And then he starts picking up half second here, mm-hmm. third of a second there. And he mentioned while he was playing, he had a new strat for the level world four, level two, which was, I think, instead of running through and trying to avoid enemies, he waits a half second to get the power-up star and then just run through everything. So I feel like he definitely hit pretty good. It's probably going to be hard to, to beat that just because he cut down the time so much. Yeah. That being said, the game's been out for 30 years, and four months ago we had a new top time. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which still blows my mind. I think and, this was one of the, uh, this speedrun was interesting because in a lot of the other ones they used a lot of glitches to get around things. Mm-hmm. He actually went through every level. Yeah, this one is just you power straight through. Straight through. He uses not maybe glitches, but little tricks here and there. Yeah, it's interesting in this one. Like, and I was even noticing it while I was playing. You you don't have to jump directly on the enemies. Like, you can more come in at kind of an yeah. angle up toward them, and then you hop up and across them almost. Which might be sort of a weird benefit of the fact that they're smaller sprites. Their hitboxes have to be jaggerier. Yeah. Jag- jaggedier? Generous. Generous. <laughs> they're generous assets. Yes, they're generous. <laughs> no, don't say that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Awkward. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, the the fun thing with this, so I was watching um the, the speed run for uh, number one and number two. I just had them both going at the same time. And they, they have such wildly different play styles. Like, um, Columball was a lot of very big jumps carrying him over stuff, whereas the Tycon was a lot of very small hops and, like, kind of skipping under things. So it's interesting that the game, you know, has a relatively small spread between first and second place with basically completely different styles yeah. of playing it. So. I mean, a, a neat trick. Like, I, I, I wonder how long Columba watched those other runs, looking for ideas. Yeah. And noticed, hey, maybe instead of uh, sliding under things, I'll try and do the opposite and go yeah. over. Yeah. What if I just do a big jump and clear two things at once? And yeah, it's like maybe up until maybe a year ago, everyone was like, no, 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 you have to go under things, stay on the ground, keep running, that's how you maintain speed. And mm-hmm. he's like, well, but you still kind of fly at the relatively the same speed, if not faster, in the air. Yeah. So he does have a couple of those kind of coordinated jump off an enemy, jump off an enemy. Oh yeah, kind of tricks, and I, I, he even surprised himself at some point for things that he was doing. Yeah, and I this is actually the the first one that I really sat down and watched the speedruns on, and I, I appreciated watching the his Twitch stream of it and just getting that you know little comments here and there yeah. on what was happening. It like, helps oh, a lot. That's cool. It's like the the best way to watch people play video games is when they're sort of actively commenting on what they're doing and why. Yeah. It, it it takes work, and it's tough to do that, but it definitely helps. Oh, I can barely talk and walk at the I same know. time, so I, I, I don't know how people play and keep a running dialogue going, too. Yeah. Yeah. And I liked it. I feel like, well, again, especially more than Mario 2, because I was a lot more vertical, but it really felt like you could just time everything properly and just, you know, they would just run start to finish across the entire level. Oh, yeah. And no stopping, no, you know, no nothing, just perfectly yeah, timed just jumps to timing. carry you. So, speaking of the um, playing with like a uh, metronome in your head, did you listen to the game's music the entire time, or did you have something else playing? I did for most of it, except for I think World Three. I was playing at work while uh, walking on a treadmill, and someone else was in the room, so I, I felt weird having yeah. the music cranked at that point. Yeah, I I found playing this without or with the volume going, I didn't recognize any of the songs, and I think it's because I didn't used to listen to them. So mm-hmm. even now, I played through mostly listening to Daft Punk. That's Which fair. seemed pretty fitting. Yeah, that's that's a good soundtrack for it. But uh, listening to the the speedrun playthrough, I'm kind of surprised I don't remember more of the songs because they do sound very catchy in that mm-hmm. sort of eight um, bit era sound. Yeah, except like different than the original Mario games, but still entertaining enough that I would remember them. Yeah, except for the star, which just 
randomly as the can can, and you're like, what is? What yeah, is, okay, maybe. Eh. But plus side, it you know it gives you a very clear, hey, it's going to be ending soon. Mm, Don't sure. go run into an enemy at yeah. this point. Yeah, because I guess so. before it was kind of vague. You had to yeah. wait for the flashing to, to sort of slow down. Yeah. And, you know, maybe that's why they swapped the song in, because they just couldn't do yeah, the flashing they... as well in this one. Yeah, that's a good point. So in a retrospect first, we have a question from Peter in San Jose. If all the Super Mario Land characters, good and bad, were in a fight, who do you think would win? Which is an interesting question. It is. I would... You know, off the cuff, say Mario because you beat the game with him. But then I'm like, eh. he, he is the the, the the well-traveled explorer. Yeah, but then if ever if it's like a a big old melee, I I assume some of the bosses and especially the enemies would just kind of gang up on him and knock him out early. Yeah. So it's like a, like a Royal Rumble set set up where there's like four at a time and every like thirty seconds someone new comes in. Yeah, yeah. I think it depends on if it's like more of a, a one-on-one bracket thing. I think it's different. Yeah, I could see him getting a lot further in a a one-on-one. Oh uh, yeah. bracket. But I, I like the Royal Rumble idea instead. I would almost go for, like, Peach or Luigi from Mario 2, just because they can hover around and away from everything for a while mm-hmm. before eventually coming down and smiting their enemies. Yeah. Although I think I think in this one he was saying in just Super All Mario right, Land. just so, Mario Yeah, Land. just this one. Because otherwise you get, like, you know, Mario 3 with the boot, and that just yeah. beats everything. True. That damn boot. Uh, I'm going to go with the boulder because he can just roll over everything, and he never dies. Ooh. He just bounces off things. Ooh, I like it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> My... My guess was on crap. I'm gonna butcher this name. Uh, Bio Kinton. Oh, it's the uh, Bio Kinton. Yeah, yeah, right. It's the cloud in a four three right before you fight the last boss. Oh, that uh, spits Tatanga. out bird yeah, things. Yeah, throws out chickens. Because I'm like, okay, you know, think it through. It it's probably going to be one of the bosses just because they can take a lot of hits before dying True. versus everything else. And the first two bosses are uh, a lion who just kind of spits fire yeah which you jump over yeah and then a fish classical mario uh, one jumping over the enemy oh yeah that was very just okay we we need inspiration Uh, bowser that's cool but then so really like the only people who could even reach him are the the rock dude uh from three three and then the actual last boss Tatonga from from fourth yeah he's also flying but you know it's a cloud what are you going to do against him like your rocks and your missiles don't really work and then he has infinite chickens. He just pulls them out of nowhere. Yeah. And, you know, one I, or two chickens, whatever. Whatever. Once it's a murder of chickens, right. you've got a problem. And those chickens are crafty. They drop and they rise. They, they yeah. come at you. <laughs> so that's, that's my All official right. answer is uh, Bio Kenton. All right. Yeah. I go with that. <laughs> Thanks, Peter. Yeah. Yeah. Good Good question. <laughs> okay. Out that row. Oh, oh geez. Sorry. Out that trow. <laughs> that's, that's way better. Thank you. And that will be a wrap for us. Go ahead, hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com slash Retrofecta, or on Twitter, at Retrofecta. You know, we'd love to hear more questions and comments from you. Let us know anything, really. It's we, Thoughts, we just, feelings, reactions? Yeah, give us some feedback. And we will be back next month with Super Mario Brothers 3, I believe our last Nintendo game before we make the jump over to the 16-bit era. Yep. So, should be pretty exciting. We're right in the middle of our Mario power block. Yeah, it's kind of a weird time because it's the last of the console generation, so it'll look hugely different yeah. than all the other ones, just because of the time they've been able to spend. Yeah, and I think I'm hardware. going to, uh, in the middle of playing it, go back and boot up Mario One and just be like, okay, let's flip back and forth. Oh my god, this is ugly. <laughs> okay, so you brave man. Yeah, right. Anyway, thanks for listening. We will catch you next month. Goodbye. Bye. I really like the 
in the beginning, I think, when he's riding by the airport, he does the wheelie and then the little fist pump. Mm-hmm. I guess it'd be left hand. I, I like that like part, I would, too. I would die if I tried that. <laughs> like just I know. The best part is he's doing a wheelie on like some 86 Kawasaki. Just no helmet, just leather <laughs> yeah. jacket and sunglasses. Just cruising <laughs> like, down oh like it's a normal thing. 